we are going to be talking about the movie Birdemic Shock and Terror for you today. Really a blockbuster that we had going the other night here. (laughs) Oh my, this movie is incredible. But before we get into this movie, we have a few words to say about something about this day in horror history today today yeah today like in history yeah exactly gotcha today will be part of history tomorrow but yes this day in history 70 years ago it happened to be the birthday of dean Koontz, the uh suspense and horror author who wrote books such as odd thomas demon seed all of the watchers series and the uh, watch wait the watcher the horror watchers not watchmen oh, not, not the say, superhero movie. i was gonna say whoa hello no, and uh, even at his own strain of the uh, Dr. Frankenstein story. That's cool. Yeah, and all of those actually were adapted for the film industry, too. Really? So good for you, you, Mr. Koontz. Have you uh, read or seen any of his I've, works? I personally not. Me neither. I, don't, I haven't even heard of him. I'll have to check him out. What's his name? These nuts? <laughs> Dean Koontz. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes a little more sense. I was a little confused. No, definitely. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool, though. I, it's amazing to me how many like horror movies and books and magazines and whatever else that we'd never even heard of. No, exactly. And I, the other thing that I thought was kind of cool is that uh, most movies that you see were books first, which you don't normally exactly. think about. <laughs> and, and like the books had no publicity at all. And then the movie makes the books popular. No, exactly. Sometimes or sometimes you still the movies are so good that you never even hear the book. Exactly. It's true. It's true. And sometimes vice versa. The book's super good and the movie is not. Yeah, I haven't read a book in a while. But. Me neither. I, a while as in ever. A while as in <laughs> third grade book report. I was going to say, I think the last book I read was uh, the Percy Jackson for for a book report. Mine was um, Go Dogs Go <laughs> for my fifth grade book report. All right. I think you might have me beat on that one. Yeah, then. you know. And that's that's the first that's the most reason one I've read start to finish. I oh, mean, I've def- read a, I've read a lot of like introductions and then decided to play PlayStation instead. Definitely, like, like you always read the back or like the yeah. spine. Sometimes the front cover flap. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, on a hardcover book. I'll, I'll I'll just read who is dedicated to and I'm not interested. Well, because that's really what's important. <laughs> yeah, I know. And if it's not dedicated to someone I care about, then why read it? Exactly. And I guess you haven't cared about anyone since Go Dog Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I that's why I didn't read the Harry Potter series. It wasn't dedicated to anyone that really meant anything to me. All right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Birdemic. Birdemic. Oh, first of all, for those who have been keeping up with our little side stories, I've now seen Jurassic World. <laughs> I'm, I'm so speechless right now. I wasn't even going to humiliate you today. I was feeling good. And you've seen it. I know. And what do you think? <laughs> I thought it was a gem. A gem, a gem among a, movies. I thought yeah, it was amazing. I was not at all exaggerating. Was no, I? it was so good. It's all of it. So every incredible. Minute, every minute of it had me hanging on the edge of my seat. Yeah, and you've you've seen the other Jurassic oh, Park, yeah. right? Yep, yep. And doesn't it? It's just such yeah. a good top sequel. Yeah, it's to a good, it. it's a good uh, top to the cake. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> I was so worried when I when I heard they were making a new one that they were just going to ruin it, and because I didn't think there'd be a way no, to exactly. make a sequel. And I I read a bunch about it and. I heard that they were mostly going to be using CGI and nobody was really excited about that. Exactly, but it it turned out fantastic. No, I thought I thought it was perfect and they actually did use some animatronics in the yep. in the movie. Yep, just like R- old times. Sticking to the old old roots. Um I actually heard from a friend who's uh who's trying to make it as a screenwriter that the director of Jurassic World had only directed one independent film before that in his whole life. Are you Wait, do you know the director's name? I it's escaping me right now. 
it, he's never directed any like big picture nope, motion a, picture no. are you serious yeah yeah it's, it was just one what? one independent film and that's now, crazy and now he has the biggest the biggest box office break in history that is insane yeah so he's i wonder he probably bought a couple that's such a, i wonder why universal hired someone with such little experience for such a big movie you know i'd like to see the movie that he directed i'd like to see his independent, independent film. film yeah yeah well you know what just to um stick to our even though we're not really sticking to horror quote unquote today with birdemic even though it's supposed to be horror it's not all the Jurassic Park movies are technically horror movies. Oh, I guess that's, so. That's their genre. Yeah. So, I thought their genre was badass. Oh, yeah. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. But they're on the box. It no, says I, horror. I guess, yeah. So, you know what? That means it's fair game for ghost guns. Exactly. We can ghost hunt dinosaurs. Jurassic <laughs> World. <laughs> Uh, ghost goons go dino goons. Oh, dino <laughs> goons. Tony, we can be the dino dudes. The dino dudes. Yeah. Catch our new uh, blog talk radio series, The Dino Dudes, airing Thursdays at 11 p.m., 11 to 12. <laughs> 11 to 12. You can tune in right after this, actually. Dino dudes. Yeah. Dino dudes. Anyway. <laughs> That's dino dudes at facebook.com. No, I'm just kidding. No, facebook.com slash the dino dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We actually are facebook.com slash the ghost goons. If you want to look us up, like our page, see what we post. Shoot us an email at the ghost goons at gmail.com. If you want to tell us about a ghost story, send us a ghost picture. A place we should investigate. Anything. It doesn't even have to relate to ghosts. It can be a Bigfoot sighting or an alien sighting or a dinosaur sighting. Dinosaur sighting. But that's actually dino goons at yeah. dino dudes.com. Dino goons <laughs> at dino dudes.com. Not really. But really, <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Instagram.com and then search the ghost goons in the search bar. We are the only ghost goons, so you can't miss us. We're, the also, we're also the coolest ones. Yeah, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, as far. Yeah, it's true. We haven't met any cooler ghost goons yet. Not yet. Only time will tell. And big news. We have taken off our adult diapers and gotten back into our teenage recliner chairs. And we got a Twitter. Yes, but we don't know how to use it at all. At all, yeah. So bear with us if you're following us on there. We're still learning. We are the Ghost Goons on Twitter. You can follow us and tweet us and retweet us and favorite us. And uh, I don't know. Whatever you do yeah. on Twitter, you can do it to us. You can tweet at us. <laughs> you can <laughs> tweet on us. <laughs> Birdemic. There's a lot, tweet. Of, there's there's a a lot, lot of tweeting, tweeting in Birdemic. Yeah, I think that, they really a, they only got a couple sound bites for the tweets of the This birds is a very movie. very very appropriate day to announce we have a Twitter. Yeah, happy Twitter day. I'm not going to lie, Birdemic kind of made me afraid of Twitter. I'm not going to lie, Birdemic kind of made me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cuz it was such a good storyline, it was like a roller coaster like that. <laughs> yeah, a flat roller coaster. <laughs> a flat roller coaster but really a wheelchair. Yeah, really. That had really bad audio. Yeah. And CGI. Yeah, imagine if a wheelchair, someone was blowing into a microphone in your earphones while you were <laughs> listening to it. That's basically what that, Birdemic was. That sounds fantastic. So, Birdemic. Let's get right to the beginning of Birdemic here. Let's go. Um, well, opening scene. Rod. Our main character, our main Rod, character Rod, played, Rod, played by... He is played by Alan Bog. <laughs> well, he probably got... A great start to his acting career. Alan Bog dash Rod. That is Rod. His, that is his name in the movie, Rod. And he's driving a sweet hot rod in the introduction. Or so they make you think. But yeah. but I think but 
it's only going about four miles an hour, and we'll explain that later. <laughs> yeah, it's going really, really slow, and he's using his blinkers great. It's not painted hot rod red because they don't want to kill the environment with the color of fire. Forest and, fires are bad. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's got a blue Mustang. Blue Mustang. And the introduction is him driving the Mustang for a good 15 minutes. Uh, Yeah, and let's just say, let's just put it this way. The movie is only one hour and 15 minutes long. And <laughs> a good 20% of that movie is driving. Yeah, but, solely but, a, driving. but a good 10% of it is the opening scene of driving. <laughs> yeah, and they've got like the opening credits and he's just driving. And the music that's being played is kind of like the same two melodies just flipping back and forth. Yeah, it's a it's about a uh, a thirty second. Thir- yeah, thir- it is. It's about a thirty second song that's repeated that's over repeated and over again. Really, really a lot. And let me just tell you, Andrew Sager, he is the person who wrote the music, the composer, I guess you would call it. Great dude. He is. I have nothing against him. I think his music was really good. He just didn't have enough of it. Exactly. He had like enough for a five minute short. Yeah. Or. A oh, thirty-second short, and I can repeat it for five minutes. Yeah, I'm not really exactly sure who is in charge of putting the music where in the movie, but the music placement was not really on point. Doesn't really match up at all. There was a he was really good at writing a uh, triumphant music. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, the characters were so triumphant. They, they were. Yeah, they were doing everything was going right for them. Yeah, I mean, the, it almost starts out the guy meets a girl. And the, pretty, the, the, a the pretty girl, girl. The girl is pretty. I'm talking about the Russian waitress without teeth, though. Well, yeah. But, but yeah. She's smoking. I was talking about the girl he's on a date with when he meets the Russian I waitress. Just, before we even talk about her, I just want to talk about the first words that are ever spoken in the movie, in the diner, is just a really, really awful quality cut of, hi. Like, hi. <laughs> Basically that. <laughs> that it's so, it's so like Kung Pao. Have you ever yeah. seen Kung Pao? Yeah, that's what I actually it's like. haven't, but uh, but it sounds like it's, Kung Pao. It does. It, and it, when you say Kung Pao, it puts that image in my head. Exactly, and it just really it, like that. Just watching that two minutes in the diner made me like realize. Uh, but then the audio gets way better. Yeah, it's well, just that part. I wouldn't go as far as to say way better. It, but goes, it, gets, it gets it gets way better. Mar- still really low quality. Marginally better. It's substantially better than in the diner. Marginally better, not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still below below talking on a cell phone. Yeah. But it's it's pretty mu- a lot better. Yeah, pretty a lot better, definitely. <laughs> okay. So in the diner, the main character after driving for 10 hours meets he's driving the whole opening sequence and he randomly is going to a diner alone and runs into this really 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 attractive girl correct that apparently he knew from high school but we can't really understand anything they say because the audio is so bad yeah so it's kind of difficult to know exactly how he knows her yeah but we're thinking our best guess is high school yeah somehow he knew her and he chases after her down the street. And next thing you know, they're exchanging business cards. Yes, because they're on that how, level. That is how people get their information. That to one they were these on days. that level. I have never gotten on that level with a girl. I getting her either. business card. Yeah. Except for that girl from Home Depot that one time. Well, yeah, but. Oh, she wanted me. But dude. she never called you back. Oh, uh, she did. Well, because <laughs> I took her business card, bro. You didn't even give her yours. I was Come scared. On. I was scared to call her back, man. It, <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of pressure. Yeah, I mean paint and stuff i man. know she <laughs> knew her paint yeah dude. and i didn't i was painting my house and i did not want to have to call her and ask for paint advice because then she'd think i was dumb no exactly you're the man you should know all about the paint yeah she should know about the 
painters. Exactly. <laughs> like you. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So Home, yeah, Home so, Depot is a great place to pick up pot girls. So we don't know how to use Twitter, let alone business cards. <laughs> business cards are like way, way, way out of our range of knowledge. Yeah. There's too many numbers and letters and you put them together and you just get the alphabet soup. I guess. <laughs> so yeah, he gets this girl's business card. She gets his. And then, then, then there's more driving yep. in the Mustang. This guy really, whoever's Mustang this was in the movie, really liked his Mustang. Our theory was that he bought a Mustang and needed a reason to needed, back it up. He needed yeah. a reason to back it up. So they well, built fund it. Yeah, he, they, they built the movie around the Mustang. <laughs> so he could afford a Mustang. He's He got all these people to invest in a movie and he took all those investments and bought a Mustang that was needed. That's our theory. Our uh, Mustang and no cameras. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they were all like iPhone cameras. Yeah. We have better cameras that we don't even use. Exactly. But uh so we are so there's so now we're in the driver's seat and we're following this guy driving and it's and like he's going to work, right? It's yeah, and it's like all this happy music like triumphant. Da, 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 da. He just met the girl. Oh, no, it wasn't triumphant yet. Oh, okay. It was just kind of like I'm ditzy music. Ditzy. Um ditzy. So yeah, so he's driving for another good five minutes, and then he ends up at work. Where out of the blue, he says, "Yes, I just made a million dollars sale." And the triumph. One music. million dollars. <laughs> anyway, and so, then he gets right back in his car because that was the his whole work day. Yeah, he just made a million dollars. He walks sale, into work. The rest of the day, he off. walks into work, makes a million dollars sale, sits, go, leaves, sits in his car. Looks at his business card he got from this chick. And is probably thinking, I'm the man. Yeah. And the girl, the main character's name is Natalie, by the way. Which, by the way, if I could name my parents, I would want them to be Rod and Natalie. Rod and Natalie. That's such a beautiful name. I wish I could see that carved on like a tree or something. <laughs> Rod so and romantic. Natalie with a heart around. Yeah. Yep, it's so definitely. romantic. So there he, so at simultaneously when he makes this million dollar sale, she gets a photo shoot because she is a model. She is, where will we see her in a photo shoot? And after the photo shoot, she gets a call from her secretary or something, I think. Some girl who her manages manag her. Manager. And she calls her and she's like, guess what? Victoria's Secrets wants you to be their cover model. Yay. Because that happens in real life. Exactly. I mean, for this girl, this girl maybe, is pretty hot. Maybe. It would happen. But it probably same, wouldn't happen. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it probably wouldn't. You're yeah. absolutely right. But so the, the both of these characters have incredible things happen to them on the same day. Yep. Same time. Same exact time. And then right when she's done with that, he gives her a call and he's like, um, can we meet for lunch or something? And she said, no, yes. no, he, they talk. It's the most awkward phone conversation ever. I forget exactly what they say, but they're like, hi. 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 How was work? Good. Good. I, uh, like, I, ju <laughs> I just made a million dollars. She's like, oh, okay. Not even asking what he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She didn't even ask how he made it. She's just like, oh, great. And then she's like, I'm a cover model. And he's like, yay. And then he's like, we should meet up. And then somehow they end up. Anyway, he says we should meet up for lunch. And she said, sure. It sounds delicious. And he says, bye. Yeah. They never established <laughs> where, when, when, or what. They just. Or with who. Yeah. Exactly. Besides each other. And then next thing you know. I think we're skipping around a little bit, but they are at dinner. Correct. Or something. Oh, yeah. A at meal. the bar. At the bar. Yeah. With the with the uh, R&B soul singer. Oh, yeah. Great song. Great oh, song. hanging out with the family. Hanging out with the family. So our theory is that this 
guy who's singing because he's got a full band behind him, but you just they're invisible. Apparently you can hear it, but you can't see them or the PA or anything. He's just standing in front of a dining room table. Correct. In the diner. And he's singing about hanging out with his family. And Natalie and Rod are dancing away. They're and doing on, the robot. But honestly, though, what better thing to sing about than hanging out with the family? Exactly. I love hanging out with the family. Especially when mama's cooking up something nice and neat. And I hope it's a tasty treat. <laughs> I don't know. That's something. <laughs> that sounds about right. Right enough. Anyway, our theory is that he, the guy who's singing, actually is Andrew Sager. Yes. Seeger. Seeger. Seeger, I think it's pronounced. I don't know. But he's the one who wrote all the music. So we think that that was his big debut in the movie. He was singing this song. The start of his his music career. Exactly. That's our theory. It was a it was a toe tapper though. It was I that song. Yeah, it was that song is is stuck in my head. No, definitely. Hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out with the family. Having ourselves a party. But anyway, ghost goons go music. Ghost goons go musical. We're we're on tour for our music. The next. Dino Dunes musical. <laughs> Dino Dudes the musical. Yes, you can call in if you would like to talk to us about anything really. If you've seen Ghost Goons, or I mean, if you've seen Birdemic, if you've seen Ghost Goons, you can call too. But if you've seen movie Birdemic and you've got something you want to talk about, or you just want to talk about ghost hunting or whatever, call us at six four six seven eight seven eight one three eight. Give us a call. And we will be happy to talk to you about whatever you would like. Um, yeah, anyway. So one thing that we haven't mentioned at all we is We have that a caller. We have a caller coming in. We have a caller coming in hot. So we are going to take this caller. And caller, you are live with us now. I think. Maybe not. Now you are. You are live. Hello. Hello, caller. Ghost Coons. Hello. Hello. Ghost Goons? This is us. We are the Ghost Goons. We are the Ghost Goons. You guys are talking Birdemic? We are talking oh, about yeah. Birdemic Tales of Terror and Horror. And I love the, the, the DVD uh, cover where it says, Who Will Survive? <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, that's major... it's a cliffhanger. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a, you're, on, you're on the edge of your seat for the entire movie, start to finish. Oh, oh of course. And we the, were. I think and one it, of the answers to that question is almost nobody survived. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, I can't. Birds, I'm not sure. I know, I'm not sure you can really figure out who survived, and I don't know why the birds just flew away at the end, and I don't know what the heck the, they were doing most of the movie except driving. <laughs> my yeah. my favorite part of the whole movie was when they are coming out of the hotel and they're defending themselves with the clothes the hangers. clothes hangers, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, birds are petrified of clothes hangers or because, something because they were swinging well, but, away and the birds weren't even going near them. Well, birds of birds in groups of three, which these birds always are, <laughs> seem to be on the screen in a group of three. There's, there's that triangle thing, and a coat hanger represents that triangle. So oh. I think there's a symbol, symbolism there. Are we talking about the Illuminati here? I think we're <laughs> getting close. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> All right, just checking. Another great part in the movie is the only, t- well, the guy's shooting his AK in the air like it's his birthday. And he keeps, <laughs> and he randomly, like every five seconds they shoot, they show the same image of a bird getting shot and falling out of the sky. They just keep throwing it in everywhere. Yeah. Well, because he has well, to be hitting at least one of them. Yeah. One of the pivotal mo- moments in the movie is when they're in that, I think it's a minivan or some van they, they were trying to escape in. 
uh-huh. and they pull over and one of the girls has to go to the bathroom. And it's like the only moment in the whole movie where there's like profanity and all of a sudden this really nasty attitude. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're <laughs> talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. I got to know Yeah, it's just the whole movie is like just kind of nice and kind of flirty, like a romantic comedy then. There's a little bit of birds coming in, and then suddenly they're throwing swear words everywhere, and they're using profanity about their girlfriends. Exactly. And one thing that ha- that we haven't mentioned yet is the birds really didn't come in until about three quarters of the way through the movie, which may have been the reason for our profanities while watching it. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, when you say th- when you say three quarters of the way through the movie, you mean after the first scene of driving, right? Because oh the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, which yeah. is the first half. We had to take an intermission after that. Yeah, we ran out of popcorn. <laughs> I mean, if I, we if got, I had a chance to, I could have mapped out most of Southern California just by watching. I that know, movie. Exactly. really. And and one of my one of the other things that sticks out to me about this movie is the main character Rod's vision because his literal eyesight. Because there's one part when they're driving, he's like, "I think I see a stream," and they pull over and then they hike for like a half hour before they actually get to the stream. <laughs> so he must have well, some sort of yeah. bird vision. He has serious vision to find that stream. That's what I was gonna say. He's he's got an eagle eye, which is all part of the <laughs> part of the movies. It's all part of the theme yeah. right there. And there's that. This is getting pretty deep. Is he one of the birds? Well, there are a lot of signs pointing to that. First of all, he looks he looks like a bird. <laughs> he does kind of like look a like a bird. bird. You're right. He dances like a bird. He does um, dance like he a bird. He dances like a rob- yeah. animatronic bird. Yeah, he dances more like a chicken <laughs> than a bird. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> a kind flightless of bird. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there are a lot of things to point to. You're probably going to want to watch it again and, and really look for those signs. No, yeah, we'll, oh, def- yeah. we'll definitely have to rewatch that. <laughs> definitely with that in mind. What, uh, what, is, what's, what is your take on the environmentally friendly undertones of the whole movie? Undertones? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very, very, very nicely put. Well, the, the, it's very clear that global warming and man's effect on the earth is what caused these birds in groups of three to fly around the screen. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Kamikaze gas kind of, stations. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, with the and airplane then must, sounds behind it. <laughs> yeah, with the jet sounds. They're, they're jet-powered birds <laughs> flying in groups of three on the screen, and they were in perfect formation. They never wavered. It's pretty I incredible. Think, you know what? I think we figured this out. I think Al Gore built animatronic birds and sent them again at California to show everyone about the environment. So this something. was a documentary? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was a documentary. Nice. It was. It was a documentary. Oh, yeah. We're figuring this out. Yeah, we I think we're we're close. We're close to the Now, are are you are you both as as students of these films, are you surprised that the the actors in this film haven't gone on to do bigger things like Jurassic Park or anything? Well, we really haven't we haven't looked into it too much. We, yeah, there was actually I heard that um, Alan Bag, the guy who plays Rod, was being considered for the new Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's just some rumor I heard. I mean, if you make yeah. a million dollar sale overnight, you could really yeah. do anything. And then a billion dollar sale the next week. That's right. Yeah, you can't forget about that. And then he buys a twenty thousand dollar solar panel. Yeah, from the ra- from the from, ra- from a different company. <laughs> from a different company. <laughs> So is there is there any truth to the uh, to the rumors that there's going to be a birdemic too? I actually we did some research on that and we are finding a lot of truth behind that. It hasn't mm-hmm. been officially announced, but we have found a lot of truth. We're not is... we're not sure if the world is ready for that yet. Yeah. Well, I, you know there are a lot of bad movies that are fun to watch. Do you guys think this is one that's fun to watch? 
I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed most of I it. I did too. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is one of those movies that it's really, really boring to watch alone. But if with, you're with some people and you can just make fun of it and just hang out and just make stupid comments about it, like Mystery Science Theater it. Exactly. It's really right. fun. Yep. Yeah, and I would suggest I would suggest that next time make a drinking game out of it too. I don't know. There's got to be a drinking game there somewhere. Oh yeah! Wow, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, there, is. <laughs> there is definitely a drinking game. We can come up with that. That would be that would be a very fun drinking game. Anytime you see a bird by itself, you don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot for every right. environmental thing they throw in there. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that would be that would that'd, be trouble. That'd get real bad real fast. We actually, Adam and I, Adam and I here, after watching the movie, we were really intrigued about the electric plug-in hybrid Mustang that he was driving. And we were shopping to see if we could find one of those. And you know what? We found the one. There is one out there. The (laughs) one. The one plug-in hybrid (laughs) Mustang for sale on eBay. A 1966 Mustang that literally has an extension cord coming out of the back of it that you plug into the wall. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I don't know. I don't know much about the technology involved, but that Mustang could go forever without recharging, as we witnessed. I know. In the first but here's the, movie. the thing. Here's the thing. Before that, they it's like they decided randomly halfway through the movie that it was electric because in the opening scene they show him pumping gas into it. Right. Well, but but you know what though? I think that him only driving about four and a half miles an hour is foreshadowing that it actually is a hybrid. Oh, he's coasting. Yeah. You're just, you're just looking deeper into it now. It doesn't, because you know, you're supposed to realize it doesn't have quite the pickup of a normal Mustang. You think, huh, that's a little bit weird. Yeah. And it's a really, really, really lame color. Yes. So it must be. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all in in, um, part of, of a good movie and a good storyline is that it comes together at the end. So you're now picking up on these things where in the beginning you were a little confused and it all comes together at the end. Makes it fits like a puzzle. But you know what? They really did do their research because there's only one of them out there and they found it. And he has it. Yeah. (laughs) He has the (laughs) only one. And I mean, yeah, like uh, some more research they did was with the forest fires. That's right. The forest fires that they had were so realistic in the sense that <laughs> there were just random, random, like little flares on leaves everywhere as if it was like spontaneous <laughs> leaf combustion. Exactly. That didn't actually spread. Yeah. And it was just kind of chilling. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, it was like the fire demons, which is coming. exactly how forest fires happen yeah. in real life, too. <laughs> exactly. Smokey the Bear's going into retirement. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Well, I think they they were using flame. That forest was a was the noted flame retardant forest in, in oh in yeah the, uh, in the California coast. Yeah, the, the great probably, redwoods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, the guy, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me on the show. I'll keep listening. Oh yeah, thank you All very right, much. Thank you. We enjoyed talking to you. So let's let's continue on with that forest thing. That was had. a good one. Yeah, the man in the forest. Yes. First, the forest dweller who lives in the treehouse, who 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 can prevent forest fires. Yeah, and he he lives in the treehouse, and he prevents forest fires, but he can't prevent beetles. Correct, but he actually may be symbolizing Smokey the Bear. I was thinking he, his wig looked like something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was a bear. It, it kind of like, looked like a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a bowl with a really long handle at the back. Yeah, exactly. A, a black bowl, a very very dark bowl blackest bowl you've ever seen yeah well and he he keeps talking about this thing these beetles that when before global warming happened the beetles were dying out in the winter but now that global warming's happened the beetles aren't dying and they're killing his trees and he lives in them and then he hears a mountain lion 
And then there's a random then everybody has to leave because there's a forest fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, they hear the mountain lion and they run. And then in the midst of them running, the forest catches on fire. Okay. Now here's my question. Was it a mountain lion or a mountain earthquake? It was, it was a mountain <laughs> volcano. I might've been. It was a, a mountain spaceship. It was a volcano lion. I would have been scared if I heard that is all I'm saying. Yeah, was, I know. I mean, you just it was hear not the random just a, It was not just a roar. It was more of a boom. Yeah, it was like a bah. Yeah, I He's guess. Like, uh, I hear I hear a mountain lion. I have to go. And then he just <laughs> you should too. <laughs> you should you should go too and and don't don't kill the environment or something. <laughs> and then he just runs. And then the, and before that the girl calls him a tree hugger, which I thought was funny. Yeah. A little girl. Yeah. The little girl who they found under a car. She had been under there for a while. She had been in there and her parents were dead. Yeah. And I don't want to get out. My parents are dead. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. And then the guy's like, you're getting out. Now. And he rips her out. Yep. And then there's a happy up ending. And there we go. Let's talk about the greatest screenwriting ever here in Birdemic. Birdemic has one of the greatest scenes in any movie ever. That is when they just buy gas for $300 a gallon. Correct. They just buy it and they're clean on their way. And then they pull over to help this guy who's stuck and he cons them he cons them he takes his gun and says give me all your gas and they go to give him his gas and then he gets he picks his, he pick he picks up the gas and his throat gets slit by, by a, a bird, bird. Yep. yeah and then he falls to the ground after a really 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 long death scene yes and so needless to say the gas is on the ground the gun is on the ground and everybody in the van is so scared that they leave before they remember to pick up the gas. Or they're, the gun. They're, I mean, they're all standing two feet from the gun in the gas. They literally could have just reached out and picked it up. But they decide, yeah, let's leave this $2 million worth of gas here. And let's just go with our tank barely full. Correct. And honestly, probably exactly what I would do, too. Because yeah. I would be show, so shell-shocked by the bird swooping down and killing that yeah. I'd be too scared to stick around to reach down and grab that gas yeah that bird looked really real yeah definitely really like, especially realistic. if a bird looked that realistic in real life i, I would be, a, I would be <laughs> i know they don't it. even really look that real in real life so it's pretty crazy okay so one other thing i really wanted to talk about was the birds themselves because i would be afraid of these birds these birds explode these birds have acid that they shoot yeah, on people they do have acid they have, I acid, they have, about that. They have acid that they kill They're people acidic with birds and they also have razor beaks and they have and they have um jet engines yeah they have jet engines that's part of the explosion they part. must have been trained in japan with this kamikaze thing i they guess got going. they must have been trained in something because yeah. they're really advanced they're like they're they're military birds advanced weapons of mass destruction and here's my question speaking of military birds where is the military or the police in this epidemic? Everyone in, in this birdemic. <laughs> in this birdemic. <laughs> Where is everyone? There are no people doing anything. Which is exactly what I was saying earlier on the cover. It says who will survive. I almost feel like nobody. Everyone was already dead before I the feel birds. Like, I feel like in a real world, everybody would survive because <laughs> literally birds. What are they gonna do? You well, stay inside. And you. you you stay inside. This you do the, a radio show. This is what is this? This is the according according to uh I forget who, but this is the best avian horror movie since The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. Can I just say? <laughs> can I just say? More molecules die when I fart 
then should die from a birdemic. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have acid farts? Yeah, um, I don't. I don't. Hope I not. don't know. I, I, really, I hope not. I really, really hope not. I hope so too. For, for this couch's sake, <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I hope not as well. But no, you know, I mean, in the when the birds first start to attack, they wake up after that beautiful night of lovemaking with all their clothes on. Correct. They wake up. They wake up and they look out the window and there's like two birds hovering and they freak out. If I saw birds out the window, I'd be like, oh, it's a nice day. That's the time for triumphant music. Yeah, exactly. Not when he's backing up, gassing up, and driving his Mustang. We Correct. don't need triumphant music for that because he didn't do a thing. Well, it might be very hard to back up a plug-in hybrid Mustang. <laughs> probably. He probably had to get out and push it. Yeah. <laughs> he had to Flintstone it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they never showed the front because it was actually a horse buggy. Wow, there we go. <laughs> that makes sense. So, no, but... I just I don't understand what the fear is in this. Literally, a bird a birdemic would be taken care of in twenty minutes by a nuke or a pet control. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. The bird. I mean, but like, help! I have a loose bird. How many How many pet controllers can control acid spitting razor beak jet engine birds? Probably about two. I think we need to call. <laughs> probably two. It'd probably take two. You're right. I think we need to call like. Robocop. But I guess the real question is at the end, how many bad actors does it take to stop a birdemic? None, because the birds decided to stop themselves. Exactly. And they flew off of Earth back to their home planet. That's that's <laughs> one of my favorite parts. Randomly, after attacking the van, the birds randomly turn around and fly away. And he stands they all standing on the edge of the beach watching them fly away. And they're like, and mean by the way, flying away. When I say flying away, I mean the birds, floating away. The bird, no, no. The birds are laying there, flapping, but not going anywhere. They're just sitting there for like a good five minutes, not getting any smaller. That's right. They're just flapping their wings, just right there, and they're talking about, oh, why are they going away? And he said, I don't know. Maybe it's because we learned about the environment. It might be. This is like I an episode of Sesame Street or National Geographic or National Geographic Sesame Street. Maybe it just makes no sense. Featuring profanities. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring two words of profanity. Exactly. I love my one of my favorite things that they do in this movie is they try to make them look so cool because they're like playing basketball and talking about sex and like talking about girls and they're they're really bad at basketball and they they don't they're not good at talking about sex. Yeah, sex is no laughing matter either. Just because you have sex doesn't make you cool. Yeah, and let me just say the main the the side character dude who's talking about sex. He's like, what's 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 the a point day, of, what's, what's a, a day, day without, without sex and. <laughs> I there's so many things that I was I gonna say. I was gonna say you tell me there sir. are so you many tell things me that I want to say to that man because one he's wearing a polo shirt when he's playing basketball <laughs> two he can't play basketball at all three tell me sir <laughs> exactly you can call in and tell at, us yourselves <laughs> at six four six seven eight seven eight one three eight and tell us how you feel about this man playing basketball or. You, or whatever you want, really. Yeah, I mean, you can do that. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegoscoons. And you could email us email us at ghostgoons at gmail.com. You can like The us. ghostgoons at gmail.com. The, the other guys, just ghostgoons aren't cool. The ghostgoons are who's cool. Yeah, you want the ghostgoons. The emphasis on T-H-E. E. The. The ghost goons. The ghost goons. You can gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram, the ghost goons. You can look us up on twitting device known as Twitter. 
the ghost goons on there as well tweet at us tweet with us tweet towards us on us do whatever you do on twitter i still don't really <laughs> know what you do on twitter well i know instagram's for pictures and twitter is if you have something to say in a certain like 140 letters, letters. Yeah. <laughs> i just it doesn't i don't know and I, if you do, and if it's longer than 140 letters it's not worth saying it's facebook exactly let me put it on facebook so Facebook's I, yeah. for the novels of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can look us up on Twitter, and we apologize that we don't know how to do Twitter yet. So it's gonna be so help us a learning out. curve. Help us out. Help us to help you. You can do. I don't. You can't comment on Twitter. I don't think so. You I, can't really comment suggestions. You, you can direct message us. That's what you can do on Twitter. You can retweet us. You can retweet us. You can tweet at us. Tweet hashtag the Ghost Goons. That is our official hashtag. We have that. In the books. We so, want to get trending. I just learned what that trending meant. on Twitter. Yes. And Instagram. So you can throw that hashtag in anything you want. We've been trending in real life, but I guess that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. We're trend to... we're trendy. Yeah. We're Trend setting trends. Trendo. We're bringing back underwear outside of our shorts. Yeah. That's a Superman new style. Yeah. That's gonna be hashtag on underwear. Hashtag overwear. Over hashtag overwear. <laughs> so you can do that if you want. But no, yeah, look us up on Twitter. You can help us out with that. We do need some guidance, so feel free to help us out with that. You could email us with your suggestions yeah. if we're doing something wrong on Twitter. Or if you're not an old woman, you can go on Facebook and talk to us. All right. <laughs> Shot down. We <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. He Adam really likes the old women technologies exactly and that's good i like i, I like knitting i like <laughs> the sewing machines with the foot pedals yeah that's good because we need to connect to the old women in exactly because we like to ghost gun hunt retirement homes exactly so we need some of that. the scariest places they are so, oh my gosh yeah there are Forget a lot of it. crazy places there so anyway um after that break of social media we're gonna go back to birdemic and i want to ask you i thought we were done <laughs> no oh, we're never done with birdemic i want to ask you what is your favorite part of that my movie? favorite what was what was your favorite part you know give me a second all right i'll give you a second and in the meantime i will talk about the russian waitress the first woman in the movie was the Russian Russian waitress. My and, favorite part of oh, the movie. Was, wait, let me finish the Russian waitress. Okay, she was <laughs> she was hot. Okay, okay. My favorite part of the movie. We already talked about it though. Was hanging out with the family. Definitely. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that is that a was, fantastic. That, he part. should be a soul icon. Okay, now I've got another question for you. What was the scariest part of the movie? Oh man, the scariest part of the movie was probably. You know what? This isn't the scariest part of the movie, but we completely skipped over it. So I'm going to go ahead and throw right. it out there. The Our main character female, whose name is... Natalie. Yeah, Natalie. Natalie and Rod. Natalie and Rod. Well, this is about neither Natalie or Rod. It is Nor. about Natalie's mother. She oh is, yeah she, she is the most natalie's mother she is just one of the most genuine kind-hearted people can i I've just ever say heard. whenever Speaking the of camera, old ladies whenever the camera goes to her it's a documentary exactly it's she's, in a documentary. she's in the middle of the frame she's it's, speaking right towards the camera a documentary image and she she may have been in all seriousness may have been one of the best actresses in the movie no, i thought she was fine she was a good actress yeah i thought she, she I, was I, I think she literally was natalie's or let's say Whitney Moore. That's who the woman who played Natalie. I think she actually was her mother and she didn't realize she was on TV. Probably. She not. was just totally talking to her. Exactly. About her fashion career. But you know what? She made it seem she sounded so loving, so genuine. She yeah. was so excited that her daughter 
You barely would have known that she whips her daughters. Exactly. You wouldn't have even known. She puts on a great cover. Well, there's that. <laughs> there is that. That didn't really happen in Birdemic. That we just spoiled Birdemic 2 for you. I apologize. Yeah. The backstory of Natalie's mother. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So, okay. So you that's that's you don't have a scariest part? Um, the scariest part probably is the scene with the double decker tour bus. Yeah, that yeah. part had me on the edge of my seat. With with the uh the hostages, the, the birds took the people inside the bus hostage. Yeah. And they proceeded to shoot at the bus with an AK. Yeah, <laughs> shooting at the people, and then they drag the people out, even though the people don't want to come out, and then they all end up and then, dying. Yeah, and then the people end the up people dying from the acid. With acid. Birds. So yeah. they pretty much murdered a bunch of people on that scene, and then with Rod, good intentions, Rod drives away, leaving the AK on the ground without his hot rod. At this point, yeah. he's in the van, leaving the leaving, and he only takes the pistol that apparently kills birds, but has an orange tip and sounds like it's shooting something that's like a cat. That's not a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> so the scariest part for me, I think. What's your favorite Thanks part for first? What's your um, favorite part first? <laughs> my favorite part of Birdemic. Um, it's, I got to either choose between the driving or the... I do like the, the driving. Dri the, driving. <laughs> the only reason why I wouldn't say the driving is because now we know it's a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It makes it less cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with my favorite part being the part when they first meet it's just so romantic yeah it's really just a sweet love story a romantic story tied into this bone actually, bone actually no not the first time their first date like it's like note the notebook they're driving in the street and then they go out for dinner and then they talk really awkwardly about their lives and talk about how they both just made million dollars and you know what he actually talks a lot more than her there which yeah. I would think is a turn off, but apparently they hit it off fine. Maybe she's just yeah. And then and then after that, she tells her mom, "Oh, she he listens to me." Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's plot, anyway. plot hole. But yeah. but I mean, every movie there's a lot of a plot hole. Yeah, there. Think of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, biggest plot hole ever. Yeah, the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. They should have just taken the Eagles to Mordor in the beginning. I don't anyway, know Lord of the Rings. You don't know them good enough. That's we'll have to do that next week. <laughs> Let's do it this week. No. Let's do it last week. All right. So, all right. Thanks for asking. The scariest part for me was definitely when they run into the scary guy on the bridge. Yeah. And, and they're getting so close to him. He's like, in the no. gas mask. And, yeah. And he yells, look out. These birds are contagious. They have bird flu. They have bird flu virus. I was so scared. Because of global warming. Yeah. Because of global warming, they had this bird flu virus. And I was so scared. I thought that they were going to get killed right there. I think the real monster in this movie was greenhouse gases. I do too. Whoa. Wow. We, just, just we, say, we figured it out. We did it. <laughs> can I just say, speaking of this, you know, I just want to go to the edge of the seat thing. We have these, we always say that we're sitting on the edge of our seat. We have these tiny chairs. No, listen. listen <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I know. We have these chairs that are called sit on the edge of your seat, and it's literally just the edge of a seat. Exactly. It's like kind of about half a chair. And but it the just back has is, the, the back edge. is normal. It just has the edge. The back is normal. We're, we need to patent that. Yeah. And it's called sitting on the edge of your seat. The edge of the edge of our seat. That should be the new soul song that Mr. Sitting Mr. on the edge of the seat. Let's do that. That'll right. be good. Anyway, 
Yeah, no. So we we even though we're sitting on the edge of our seat, it doesn't mean we're anxious or nervous or scared or happy or anything. It just, it just means, means we're, we're sitting, sitting in a chair. <laughs> it just means we're sitting. So don't think that we think this movie was good because we were on the edge of our seat. But let me tell you, the whole time we were on the edge of our seat. We were I was on the edge of your seat. <laughs> oh, <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you that. And that's not because mine broke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so that was the scariest part. And I was on the edge of both of our seats on that one. Yeah. Um, I just think that part really, really, really got to me because yeah. it was like, well, it really hits. Flu- it really hits home. Well, yeah, it does because my, I had a pet bird that died from bird flu virus, and I have greenhouse gases. Very- <laughs> you do. <Yeah. laughs> you have serious greenhouse gases. Yeah. That's why next week I'm wearing a gas mask. So I'll show more like Bane. <laughs> Bane. Oh, monitor. <laughs> I don't remember how many. I, I didn't like that movie. No. I was not a big fan of yeah. well, That was Dark Knight Rises, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I was not a big fan of that. No, but I liked the first one. Yeah. The first and the Joker, the Joker. The Joker was really, really great good. Great super villain. Yeah. He was average villain. You want to see a magic trick? No. <laughs> oh, I was going to make this pencil disappear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we won't do that. No. I. You know what? I One of my favorite villains. Um, and a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this. I think one of like the favorite, my favorite villain character. Before... I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Before, before he was not really a villain, but in the beginning of Iron Man three with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, what? Oh, crap. you're the encyclopedia. I am. I'm me. the Iron Man encyclopedia, but this is escaping me because, um, so many people didn't like him. Okay, crap. This is going to kill me. I It's going to hit me like a wrecking ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any minute. Do, do you want me to go? Yeah, you think? yeah, let me think about this, and we will turn it over to Adam. Back to you, I'm going to think that one of my favorite supervillains ever, which we talked about just the other day, I forget how it came up, was the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin. The Green Goblin. You know why we came up? Because the girl who played um, Mary Jane... Like- Looks, looks like, like the, the girl, girl who played Natalie. Natalie. In this movie. That's, that's right. I completely forgot. The Green Goblin is the best supervillain yeah, ever. Great. In in the original Spider-Man, he, he's so cool. He's like, he's who they modeled the Silver Surfer after. Really? No, I don't know. Oh, but, I he, know. but he serves he's so he, cool. He serves through the air His and, mask throws, is so and throws cool. ninja blades and also bombs. He throws, like, how can you argue with that? He kind of... He wears a suit of armor like Iron Man. He surfs through the air like the Silver Surfer, and he throws throwing stars like a ninja and throws bombs like a war machine. Yeah, he's he's really he's and he just looks so cool. Yeah, and he looks awesome, and he kind of has wits about him. He kind of has the same attitude as the Joker. Yeah, his mask is so awesome. Yeah, I wish I could buy that suit. Like, yeah. I wish they don't make like they make like Iron Man suits you can buy and stuff, but they don't make that. Like, yeah, they that. probably don't make a Green Goblin costume. Let's make one. Okay. We can wear it to... S- oh, San Diego Comic-Con's going on right now, by the way. There we go. If we, we make it by tomorrow, we could go there. today. Oh, we could make... If we made it by yesterday, <laughs> we could do that. We could. Let's do it for next year. Yeah. We could wear it to Scaricon. We could. Scaricon, yes. We could That's definitely about, what, do that. That's about two months away. That's September 11th, 12th, and 13th. There we go. We are definitely going to be there. You can meet us there. We will have... Hopefully, we will have some merch for you by then. Yep. Um, Get you can, some cool... You can go meet us there. Take squad pictures. Gear. There'll be a lot of a lot of people that aren't as big as us, but pretty big, like yeah. like the ghost hunters and a bunch of people act. And they're only and going to meet us, actually. Yeah, they're they're just going to meet us. Yeah. We're actually they're actually paying us to come. Exactly. So it'll be pretty cool. But yeah. definitely stop by. Um 
It's you a good can, time. It'll be, hoot, it'll be great. You can go to Scaricon.com to get your tickets for that. Uh, I hear they're running out pretty quick, so you want to do that pretty soon. Yep. Get the weekend passes so you can party with us at the VIP party. Yeah, what's for that, the sure. zombie party? No, it's the VIP party. The zombie party is the next night. That's, that's for a, everyone. That's the next night. Yeah, for the everyone. VIP if you party. Don't VIP with us. Yeah, you want a VIP with us. You dev, trust me, it'll be fun. Yep. We'll take everyone on in beer pong. Yep, the dino hunters. <laughs> dino, dino dudes, ghost goons. Um, I, uh, You're still, I still, still drawing a blank on right, Yeah, let's... I don't know. I, I really, really, really am upset with myself. We'll get back to this. you with the name of that supervillain. Well, here's the thing. It escapes me because they ruined him. Yeah, exactly. Did you see Iron Man 3? Yes. Yeah, you know how like he no, was, I only saw it once. Though. You know how like, he was really... 12 times like you did. <laughs> in theaters 12 times. Yeah. You know how he was like really, really cool and then he was fake? Yeah. What was his name again? I <laughs> <laughs> if I knew, me. if I knew, I'd tell you. Everyone who's listening knows this because this is just common knowledge. If you know it, feel free to give us a call. The Mandarin. The Mandarin. The Mandarin. Don't call us. Never Don't mind. call us anymore. You're not allowed to call us. No, just kidding. You still are. It's 646-787-8138. Give us a call. But anyway, the Mandarin. Um, watchers are do this in my pillow or my something. trousers i don't know he's, <laughs> he's just his voice is just so cool and like those those like terrorist things he does yeah. in the beginning before he's fake yeah he's cool yeah i just like his voice and his just attitude exactly is want to see another life? cheap american knockoff no <laughs> i didn't know i learned some cool stuff from that movie too like fortune cookies are made from or are an american invention they're you not chinese that? well i do now same with french fries yeah i know that <laughs> That's why they're called friend fries, friend not French fries. fries. Because in America, everybody's friends. Yeah. Well, no, in America, the number one TV show is Friends. Yeah. Great show. We're forced yeah. against our will to watch Friends. <laughs> no. All right. Um, I, I don't know anything else about the Mandarin. That's okay. Because there's Cause like he a, turned fake. He's fake. But in real life, he, I mean, in the comics, he's not. Yeah. Speaking of the comics, the Hulk is a female now in the comics. Really? News and to so me. is Thor. No. But Thor's so manly. Thor is a woman in Why? the comics now. Why? <laughs> because oh, you're not allowed to be a male anymore in America. I guess, yeah. It offends people. It's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> it's too offensive if you're a male. Yeah. I was reading the other day. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was being read too the yeah. other day. About, That's more like it. About how people are protesting how all of the Avengers are straight and how one of them needs to be gay. What the heck? And Marvel <laughs> is doing, Marvel is giving into it. Why? They're making, they haven't announced who it is, but they're making one of them gay. Is it illegal? I don't <laughs> freaking know. They're not one of the main ones. They're going to introduce a new Ant-Man. <laughs> it might be Ant-Man. It might be. It might, that be. might be why they made it the might movie. <laughs> That looks good, though. That looks really good. Yeah, I'm excited for that Well, one. I just... It's just like... Really? Come on. Like, <laughs> come on. Let's like do, Thor? Thor? No, Thor's the manliest you know, man there is. You know what they're going to do? They're going to take um, War Machine, and they paint him Iron Patriot. Now they're going to paint him, like, Rainbow and call him <laughs> Iron Pride or something. Iron Pride. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be... He's going to be their gay sidekick. I guess so. Iron Pride. Speaking of Iron Pride, happy, happy oh, Shark I Week. Forgot. Yeah. Happy Shark, shark Week too. We're cutting this song short. Anyway, 
Oh. This uh this Saturday marks the two year anniversary of Blockbuster's Sharknado. No. Yeah. No. Happy Shark Two weekend. two years. Two short years. There's a third years. one. I know. There's, there's a third th- one coming out. Sharks Sharknado in space or something. They are just making moves on that. And for those and you, you know who's in are, it? There's a um Chris Pratt. No. <laughs> no, they they've got like famous actors in it now. Really? I forget I forget who it is, but he's like a he was a Disney Channel actor for a while. Really? I forget he's like the I don't remember. We'll get back to you. He's on a, that. he was like in he was like a spy and he had like the eyebrow spy thing kids. going. No, it wasn't spy kids. You know that one guy with the hair? You know who I'm talking <laughs> he about? Yeah, like he had like the eyebrows and the the face yeah, that the, looked the nose, like that thing. He's got that nose, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He's but I saw him on the cover of it. Anyway, yeah. And he's cool looking. Cool. Anyway, but for those who of you who are not aware, Sharknado is a movie about a freak hurricane that swamps Los Angeles. What? And nature- it's a hurricane? Yeah. But it's called NATO. A freak hurricane. It should be shark cane A freak hurricane that swamps Los Angeles <laughs> and nature's deadliest killer rules the sea, land, and air as thousands of sharks. But really only still the sea because they can't survive in the air. As thousands of sharks terrorize the waterlogged populous oh my gosh anyway that sounds like a thriller yeah i want to see a like in like an an avengers version of sharknado and birdemic i want to see an avengers version of jurassic world (laughs) (laughs) i want to see the avengers versus sharknado and birdemic we could have who would win we could have probably the birds because as long as there's pollution in the world, there will be birds. That's true. And Iron Man pollutes a lot. Iron Man exactly. suit pollutes a lot. Yeah. I don't think that's a hybrid. Yeah. it's not. I don't think it is either. But it runs on an arc reactor. I Does that emit stuff? What, what is Probably. I don't know. It emits arcs and reactors. <laughs> and it reacts to things. Yeah. I don't know. He created that new element, though. So it, it's got to be arc free. Yeah. Ho- hopefully for your sake. <laughs> I know. For my sake. Because I want to be him one day. And I don't we, know. I don't want the greenhouse gases. <laughs> I haven't decided if I want to be him or a T Rex, though. So. Yeah. Or uh, Indominus Rex. No. You don't want to be one of them? No. I'd want to be a Velociraptor, I think. A Velociraptor? Yeah. A Velociraptor? No. You want to be blue? Yeah. Blue is cool. I'll eat you, though, because I'm a T Rex. Probably not. Because no. I'm wicked fast and I don't have arms that are the size of inchworms. <laughs> <laughs> Yardworms, okay? Yardworms. <laughs> That's. That'd be a scary movie. <laughs> Yardworms. Ew. A sequel to the scary movie Inchworm. Yeah. Oh, that would be very scary. So, I mean, we kind of went off on a tangent there. Definitely. But I think we pretty much hit all the main points of Birdemic. And the Birdemic subtitle is Shock and Terror. And let me tell you, you will be in shock when you watch this you movie. You will also be in terror. Yeah. Not because it's scary, but because you're scared for your health. That and you're not gonna. You're scared that you didn't do enough laundry to get through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of driving. Yes. So, um, and not the good kind, not the golf kind of driving, yeah. like the boring kind. Yeah. So just prepare yourself for that if you watch it. I definitely recommend it. And like I said earlier, when we were talking to that caller, it is a mystery science theater it's really, movie. It's and really if you don't know time. what that means, it means that you just sit down, watch it with some friends, just make fun of it, and it's fun. You talk to, you talk about it talk with it you talk, talk with them without it and it's a good and you time. know what if you come up with any theories about it or anything i don't know whatever you come up with just you want to tell us something about it or how you how you feel you can kind of just send us a message on twitter direct message us on twitter you can but make sure it's less than 140 characters yeah you because other than that use Facebook. then then <laughs> the twitter birdemic will come at you twitter birdemic <laughs> 
I don't know, but do whatever is easiest. We're the ghost goons on every social media, facebook.com slash the ghost goons, Instagram, just search the ghost goons, the ghost goons at gmail.com. If yeah. you want to send us an email, send if it's really email. long, if, if for all the grandmas that are listening out there, you can do that. Um, or Twitter and that's tweet at us. I think that's all of the social medias. I, I don't know. So. There's a new social media. You check, check us out on Snapchat. Oh, yeah. We have a Snapchat now. You can go to our, I don't know, is it called a barcode? Snap code. A snap code. You can go, our snap code is on Instagram. Just scan us. Just go to our page, scan us, and follow follow we'll our have, adventures. Live we'll have, ghost hunts. Yeah, we'll have stories up all the time Stay about up to date. our adventures, our ghost hunts, and just what, what the ghost goons are doing. And we do a lot of pretty cool stuff. Yeah, like I think we're going wakeboarding this weekend. Wakeboarding this weekend. We are going wakeboarding. That will be really, really cool. And then we're going skydiving in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we're skydiving. We're skydiving onto the wakeboard and then going. Yeah, we're skyboarding like the Green Goblin. Yeah. No, but you can just follow us. We'll we'll definitely put that stuff on Instagram too. And definitely. We'll throw... I, can you put videos on Twitter? I don't know. Yeah. Facebook, there'll be videos. We'll figure that out ASAP for you. But definitely that will be up for you. And we're going to be doing some really cool stuff coming up too. Not just that's more ghost stuff related to. Yep. We're hoping to be ghost hunting, not this weekend, but the next weekend. Yep. Absolutely. Um, do we have a confirmation on where? We are going wherever the ghosts are. We don't have a confirmation, I believe. Yeah. We have a ghost tracker on our car and it just takes us. It's like a GPS, but it's. You know, Google cars that drive themselves, they do that, except they drive into ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. They use metal detector technology. Exactly. The finest ghost hunting technology. We that have, metal has to offer. We have that patent, actually, that ghosts are pure metal. So now we use metal detectors to find them. It works great. And that also made no sense, but, <laughs> but we'll go with it. <laughs> well, you know, like Mario, when he jumps into the thing and then he's Metal Man? Yeah. That's what ghosts did. No, it's not. <laughs> ghosts come from those. I don't know. Is there any <laughs> is there any cool, interesting t horror stuff today that happened? Or horror stuff today? Well, the gallows comes out tomorrow. The gallows. The gallows I forgot comes about that. out tomorrow, and that is we kind of have an interesting story about that. <laughs> I'm, we, I'm gonna let you start it. Though. All right. Here's well, the thing. Well, the, the, the here's, here's the real thing. We only have two minutes left, so okay. you gotta keep you tell it and well, tell it. Let's go. Ready? So the background of the gallows is that they're playing this game called Charlie Charlie, which is a game where you balance two pencils on each other because and it summons a Mexican demon. Yeah, it's, a, it it's a Mexican folk story, and you have to write two yeses and two noes on a paper, and you have to balance the pencils, and you ask yes and no questions. And the pencils are supposed to move. Anyway, this game was invented for the movie, supposedly, but it's an internet rumor. I mean, yeah, here's the thing. No one's seen the movie yet, so we don't know if it's in the movie, but it's definitely for the movie. Exactly. In some way. It was like an advertisement for the movie, so they may play it in the movie. We don't really know. Anyway, so we we tried. We decided to play it. We tried playing this game with a couple of our friends, and the hardest part of the game is, is, is getting the pencils balanced. That took us, that took us that, a very... Once, but once we did... We asked it some very creepy questions. We turn off all the lights. Turn off all the lights. We had one flashlight, and we'd ask a question with it with all lights off, and then turn on the flashlight, and it and it moved one time. It, it did move. It did move once. And what was I asked? Are you dead? And, and turn the light, and it moved to yes. Absolutely, but really could have been anything. Yeah. Anyway, we're running kind of short on time. Sorry for the short story. And but here's the thing, though, that. Get this out to make it to quickly. Yeah, we need. I know. I know. Go. I know. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so we decided that we'd play with 
play a little prank on the girls like we do with every scary thing we ever do. And we set them back up and we'd have our friend kick the table when the lights were out. Yeah. And they'd turn and we'd ask really, really, really scary questions. We'd have the pencils turned. Yeah. And they were scared really, like really, 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 really scared. And the only thing is when he bumped the table, we couldn't tell which way the pencils were going to yeah. go. So but it, but it, it gave us enough. an answer. Yeah, exactly. And it worked well. And That's it was all good. No. So that was any that was questions it. or final comments. Feel free to email us at ghostgoons theghostgoons at gmail.com. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at facebook.com.com. Not duck.com. Don't go to duck.com. <laughs> dot com slash theghostgoons. You can look us up on Instagram. Twitter. Theghostgoons. And we are going to wrap this up real quick. So thanks for listening. And let's happy- go goon some ghosts. Let's go goon some ghosts.